Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe. I'm Kathy Anello. And I am Tim Poma. Welcome, everyone, to this wonderful Best Life Cafe birthday edition, birthday special. <laughs> because somebody had a birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. I know I wished you one yesterday, but I, I want to publicly wish you a happy birthday because you know, one of the things that got me thinking about this show is that birthdays are a big effing deal. And you had they are. one. You had like the milestone one, right? The big four out. I hit I hit forty and thank goodness I don't look a day over thirty five. Which is nice. I didn't say a day over thirty, a day over thirty, but okay. Uh oh, you do it. look amazing and 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 birthdays aren't what I think what I really truly started to realize as I started getting older, and I'm obviously a lot older, but uh, as you get older and older and you, it's like, it's not even about aging. It's about how am I going to live my life? What choices am I making? And I feel like birthdays are a really good time, you know, besides the party part for reflection and to kind of go, okay, where am I? And where am I going? And so before we get into that clinical side of that, I would love to know what you did to celebrate this. So yesterday I woke up and I cleaned my garage, which is something that I've needed to do for a while. And I haven't had a lot of time to do that. Um, So that was really nice. I just worked on some projects. And then my parents took me to dinner and my friends showed up. So that was beautiful. Uh, Drew and Emily and Erica and Matthew and we had we went to the broiler steakhouse, which uh, was the first time I've eaten meat in about ten days, and it was delicious. Um, and we drank um, martinis and had some wine and some steak. It was just really really awesome. And uh, Drew and Emily got me my very first Sammy piece, which is a, a piece of jewelry from. Uh, Samuel Valensky, who is an amazing wow, artist, love him dearly, uh, amazing soul. You guys should check him out on Instagram. He makes some really cool stuff. And so now I'm part of the tribe. I've got uh, I've got a little piece of Sammy, so that's really exciting. That uh, you know, I, I want to say that the Broiler Steakhouse is li- like literally in this town a um, birthday staple. You know, like you gotta is. go to the broiler on your birthday. It, you know, like it's like we as a family, all we haven't for obviously for the last really two years, but as a family, family dinner. It's just you know, it's a nice place to go. The the food is really good. Uh, the ambiance has been the same since I was seven or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like that's so true. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. It hasn't changed. But maybe that's what we love. And I think with birthdays what really comes up in that same spirit is that everything's changing. You know, like 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 birthdays like your your cells are changing. Your outlook on life's changing. Your social um outreach is like everything is changing when a year comes around to an end so I just like to say you take that year mark and go okay where do I want to be this time next year where have I come from in a year how far have I come you know and I like to say like you know what are my regrets what are my aspirations what are my desires what you know and just using that birthmark 
as an earmark for what's 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 next, you know? And Absolutely. I've definitely uh, been through that, like, the last week and a half before mm-hmm. leading up to my birthday. I really took a hard reflection and um, looked at what I'm doing in my life and where I wanted to go and what I'm not doing to get where I need to be, you know. Um, and so there was there was a lot that came up. Um, you know, I really want to learn to play the piano very well um, and how to operate this program that I have called Ableton Live um, so I can make music. And I know I've talked about it on, like, the last show, but it's yeah, something that I really, I really, really want to do. Uh, and so, you know, I just had to examine that and, and make space for it, basically. Um, I was working and then going home and basically just, turning on the television and zoning out. And I was like, okay, enough of that. After COVID, I figured out that I watched about 100 hours worth of television in the, those like 14 wow. days. Uh, yeah. Of course, I wasn't always watching it, but I put a series on so I didn't have to think because my brain didn't want to. And I just hit play and let it roll. So, you know, after watching four seasons of a show, uh, it, it's a lot of time. And so I, after coming out, I was like, this is not going to happen. I cannot let this happen. This is not where my life is supposed to be. This is, you know, it's time to take action. And so since then, I've been practicing piano. I've exercised. Um, I, last night was the first time I've drank in over 10 days. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm just uh, really celebrating my victories, my wins, yeah. counting my blessings, and um, clearing out some energy that is not sitting in my life right now or that is causing me uh, anxiety, you know, like just letting, letting things go. And I'm open to, you know, the renewal. And I think that that's the coolest part about birthdays is when you, when you reach a milestone, regardless of what, what year it is, you know, it's a day to be celebrated and to celebrate uh, some introspection is definitely required, you know, and just take a good hard look at yourself and say, where, based upon what I desire in life, am I doing the right things? Am I putting the right energy in? And if not, how do I change that? What needs to, what actions do I need to take right now so that I can be on that path that I really desire to be on? Wow. Bravo. No, I, I 100% agree with all that. And I was I was thinking, um, you know, I had, uh, there's a chapter in my book, we'll plug that, uh, called They Say It's Your Birthday. And one of the things that I was, I had at the time, I'd been listening to a podcast called Life Matters by John St. Augustine. Not really sure he still has that podcast. That was a long, that was before the podcast Rage, you know. But he said, we all know our birth, right? So that kind of went with the theme of my yeah. book. Like we all know the day that we chose to come in. And if you have a spiritual belief that you chose your parents and you chose this life and you chose what lessons you were going to learn, like I believe that. But some people, you know, for whatever reason, somehow you were incepted and you were grown into this being on that particular day. It's often not even always on the due date. Like, you know, you go, oh, I'm going to come in on this date, you know, but it doesn't happen. But what he does say is that he reminds us that we only have about 28,000 days on the average lifespan. 
So when your birthday comes around, it's a great reminder of what's left because maybe you only have 7,500 days left. And when you put that into perspective and you go, okay, I was given 28,000 days, but now at, you know, and you're probably a little bit more than that, that but at the time I was, you know, I'm, I knew I only had about 7,500 days left. And I was like, what are you going to do with those 7,500 days? Because that's only this much now, you know, compared to that whole lifespan. So it really puts into perspective that you have to start living every day as to the fullest because you only got 7,500. <laughs> Absolutely. Another thing I really like about birth, birthdays is um, people give you presents. And, and, I, and I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, like – meaning it in like a, I, I want gifts, but it's a reminder that we should be grateful for the present moment because it is a present. And technically, if you're alive and breathing, you are this gift. It's a present and it is the present. And to live it to its fullest, you've got to like move and shake and make and create, you know, like Oh, yeah, move move and make and create and shake. I love that. And that is living life to the fullest. And I think, you know, there's obviously we're in a time right now where that is, is you're maybe able to operate at 70% of that capacity because of restrictions in life and things that we have no control over. So even in that 70%, you have to be like true to yourself and be like, you know, I did an exercise last night with some uh, folks that I do a, a, a group with, and it was like she was like asking, where in your life is your passion? You know, like, what is your passion? And so, uh, you know, I was like cookie cutter answer. Oh, I love to write. I love to podcast. I like to cook. I love to paddleboard. You know, those are passions for me. But she was like, okay, but where is your passion in the world? What is your passion in your life? What do you want to fight for, serve for? And I was like, you know, I know what mine is, but I didn't know it in the cookie cutter answer, if that makes any sense. So it's like if you only have 7,500 days left or say you have 10,000 days left, like what is your passion? What do you want to bring into the world? What do you want to leave the world with? What legacy? What what were you fighting for? And, you know, for me, the que- and I don't want to get heavy today, but, but the question came up that it was really important for me that emotional abuse was seen as domestic violence. We've had the conversation on the show before. And, and I wanted to, if I could change the world, I would say this is what it is. So what, so, it, so what it does is it prompts you to go, well, you say, what's my passion? Okay, well, now I have a year to take that passion and bring it into practicality. However, one person at a time, however, that serves the world. Because I want to leave this world with something. I always love leaving things better than I found them. Yeah. So if that means I pick up a little garbage as I'm doing something, you know, I, the, this world is a beautiful place, and we can make it beautiful. And it, and it just takes little acts of kindness to create mm-hmm. an even more beautiful space. Um, so when I think about what my purpose is, um, it is literally to promote more love and creativity because the creative force of nature, God, source, the universe is love. 
And once you've seen that, there's no way for you not to be that. And you lucky dad. So that's my that's my passion. I'm passionate about love, and I want I want more love in this world. And so that's why I love giving hugs, and I give these really good hugs too, because I want people to feel that I really care. And you know, so interestingly, when you said that, I immediately the polar opposite of love is hate, and so there is such a division of love and hate in the world today. Uh, it's been going on for years. It's not just right now. I mean, I'm not going to act like, I mean, it's a little more prevalent or a little bit more. You can see it. But but when you look at that, you go, how do you bring love to the hate? Like, how do you, I know love can overshine hate. And I know, but sometimes people are sitting around holding on to this hatred or these resentments or this anger, you know, and they can't let it go. And so you got, it's like, how does love, because we all know it's the most powerful emotion in the world, how does it squash it? How do we squash the hate with love? Like, I don't know, I'm just saying, it's a wonder question, because I, I can love everybody. I love everybody. Like, I'm, a, I'm not a hater. Well, Maybe there's two people in my whole world that I hate for my whole life, oh, you know? And my goodness, I've like, never heard like, you say know. such profanity. No, hey, kidding. I'm telling you, I've thought it through because I had to learn and through, again, always plugging that girl, Lauren Strangio, hatred is a real emotion. And so when you're able to accept hatred and not be like, I can't hate anybody, but if somebody really did you wrong, it's not almost hatred. It's just like, you know, apathy, just apathy, I guess would be the best word for it. I just don't care either way about you anymore. And I think that's probably easier than hate. <laughs> totally. And I understand that. I think that, you know, uh, a smile goes a long way, right? Yeah. Uh, in cultivating a loving environment. I, I mean, right now, you know, this, this past couple of months where the mask has kind of come off, it's been Ugh. easier uh, but when the masks are on, it's very difficult to cultivate that kind of space, which is also why everyone's freaking out about having kids wearing masks in school because it it does a lot of different things. Psychologically, um, during that time phase, kids are learning to read facial expressions. And yeah. if they can't do that, then it becomes very difficult. So I, during COVID, would smile with my eyes. Just I was them. just going to say that. Like, your eyes can actually tell if someone is smiling. And thank God during this time that we had that, because I'm a sponsor. You're the same. We're spontaneous smilers. Like, I can see somebody and I'll light up, you know, and or, you know, and something makes me smile, I light up. And and you can see it in someone's eyes. So thank God for that little uh, feature in our bodies. You know, I know, right? Because really uh, right I, now... It's, it's hard actually. to see the smile. It's hard to see the smile. Yeah. I believe the eyes uh, are the mirror to everyone's truth. Like, I believe that, that, that you can look somebody in the eye and know a whole lot. Um, you, you know, when I was uh, younger, I was working at Best Buy in Chico, and I was in the camera department, and this guy came in that said he could read eyes. And um, I'm like, really? That's cool. Can you read mine? And he goes, yeah, let's see if this camera works. And he turns it around and points it at my eye. And he got scared and literally walked away. And I was like, wait, that freaks me out. Why did you do that? What did you 
and he didn't he didn't answer me. I was so worried about it for the longest time when I was younger. Oh my but God. maybe he had seen me having my near death experience. You know what I mean? And and, scared and so yeah, because it was only like three years away from that. And so he knew oh, that I had a destination. Before it was three years before it happened. He did that three years mm-hmm. before your near death experience. Oh yeah, he probably saw and did couldn't explain that to you. No, and I, I probably would have been like, "You're not going to be here." Yeah, I, I mean, <clears throat> I wish I knew who the guy was. He came back in the store the next day, and he, he like looked at me and stayed really clear of the camera department. <laughs> and I was like, hey, "Get back over here! I want to talk to you." You know, we're all seers, and we see with our eyes, we feel the truth with our bodies. We, you know, and we can see the truth in other people. It's really important that you tone, you know, or, um, hone those skills, you know, hone those being able to tell from someone's eyes or someone's um, energy field. And I think we're blessed in the way that a lot of us in the world have evolved to be able to trust what someone's eyes are saying and to be able to trust what my instincts and my gut instincts are saying and my energy or someone else's energy is saying. And I think we've really evolved as a species right now to be able to get to that level uh, and being able to see more and feel more and just energetically. So I love that. Like I have evolved to a point where I know my radar goes up, Kathy, listen, you know, where I was probably dead in that area for a really long time. Well, that's, that's the whole thing, right? You know, the most complex thing in the universe is the human body. We have trillions of processes yeah. that are going on in seamlessly, effortlessly. We breathe, uh, like, automatically. You know, like, all these amazing things are happening. And for us to get a hold of our emotional guidance system, to, to really pay attention to what we're feeling, is difficult because we have a language that is... Uh, lacks in comparison to the emotions that we feel. You know, we've, we've labeled our emotions, and there's all these different words that we can use, but when you're feeling it, sometimes it's difficult to put into words. Mm-hmm. And, um, but if you can get in tune with that aspect of your being, your world will open up in a major way because your body knows things that your mind does not. Your, your heart will tell you if this is a right situation or a bad situation or, or like, something you should avoid altogether. And um, I think it's really, really important, you know, to uh, look into that and find out what it means at, to operate this, this thing called a heart. And just it'd be okay with feeling. Feel it out. Yeah. Feeling is the secret. I, I, I'll say it a million times. When, you know, you have to feel to deal, you have to feel to heal, you know, all of those things. And when you stuff that down or you don't deal with something or you ignore your gut instincts, you know, it can go bad really fast. <laughs> like, or really slow, as in, my, as in my situation. It can go bad really fast. So, okay, favorite birthday memory. I want to know. Favorite birthday memory. Hmm. I mean, you've had 40 uh, of them. <laughs> last, um, my last birthday last year was tons of fun. Uh, we went to youth ball and there was like this, the same people that basically came to my birthday and we played really hard and hung out on the beach, drove on the beach, did some hikes, 
and sat by the fire and chatted, you know, um, we're fighting the dogs off of our tri-tip steaks that we were cooking. Uh, and it was really awesome. But I think if I really was to dig a little bit deeper, um, some of my most favorite birthday party uh, endeavors would have been when I was very young. They took place at the park and we rented out the pool and there was like, you know, 40 oh, of my closest that, yeah. friends there. Yeah. And that was always really enjoyable. You know, uh, I'm, I'm reminded of a quote that John Lennon said that says, count your age by your friends, not years. Uh, count your life by yeah. smiles, not tears. And, uh, you know, when you turn 40, for example, and really start <laughs> looking around and, and evaluating your life and looking at, you know, by this point in time, hopefully, uh, you will have a good understanding of what fits in your life as far as like good people, good energy. And I look around at my life and I'm extremely blessed. I'm so grateful for the people that I have in my life. I've been, um, yeah, I just can't say enough good things about these wonderful people that I have around me. And I'm super grateful. I'm grateful for you, Kathy. I'm grateful for the show. I'm just, today I'm just feeling very blessed. And very uh, feeling very, and that's how I think that's how you should feel the day after your birthday. I think that uh, you know, for me, um, my birthday was always around Thanksgiving, so it was a really difficult time to celebrate. I didn't get parties when I was young because my mom just couldn't pull it all together. Like I think I had one slumber party my whole life. So when my kids were young, I made a really big deal about their birthdays big parties. I would serve them breakfast in bed. They got to wear whatever they wanted. Like I was always like, this is your big day. And my kids will tell you that they also took that same tradition to their kids and made a big deal out of their birthdays. And I was like, I'm so glad that I broke the chain of not really acknowledging a birthday. And it wasn't my parents' fault. It's just that it was Thanksgiving and we had a big family and my mom would serve dinner for 35 people. And now knowing what that entails, you're just like, okay, she was extremely busy, but it did give me a sense of sort of um, not understanding how birthdays should be celebrated until I was older and I started just kind of doing my own thing when my birthday came or my friends would, you know, again, your friends are kind of, when you're older, it's more about, let's go here, let's go do this, let, you know, let's go celebrate your birthday and they make a bigger deal about it. I just want to give a shout out to my friend Camille who is on her way to Tennessee right now to celebrate her 50th birthday with a bunch of amazing people. I was supposed to be on the trip. Circumstances did not let me go. Uh, I had to cancel about a week ago. But uh, they're going to have an amazing time, and she's going to go celebrate turning 50 for five days, which is like what I see people do that. I'm like, yeah, that's embracing your age. That's embracing the process of life, and that's really stopping and saying, let me celebrate Camille for a minute. You know, let me just stop and do that. So happy birthday to her this week, and shout out because she's a – amazing person and I'm really grateful to have her in my life and I feel just a little bit bad for not being there but she understands so she's a true friend so um did your mom ever give you a turkey for your birthday no kidding (laughs) so this year my birthday is actually on Thanksgiving so it happens every so many years it actually the date falls on Thanksgiving so now I'm in a bit of a quandary because I don't know what I want to do this year. So I'm just like, okay, well, 
because it's going to be Thanksgiving Day wherever I'm celebrating, <laughs> you know. So yeah. we're having turkey wherever we go. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, last year I froze my tail off at Patronus in the sports attic, and, you know, my kids came out and my besties came out, and we were freezing. It was so cold, but we were not allowed inside, so we celebrated outside. It was fun. It was fun. Oh, man. And I think the older you get, the more you're like – I don't know. I'm trying to think about not making it like, oh, it's just another birthday, you know, because as you get older, you you do get a little bit apprehensive about them. You're like, oh, but I want to get the mind frame of another birthday. I made it another year. I'm so stoked. So know. why do you think that is? I have some ideas about why we don't really celebrate our birthdays and don't um, embrace them as this day where we get recognized and all the people that love us get to celebrate us and tell us how much they love us. Um, but what are your thoughts on that? I, my true belief is that we wish our birthdays away because of, uh, as you get older anyways, I mean, I know younger people are super excited when their birthdays are coming. Uh, but as you get older, it's like society doesn't allow aging to be, like the cool thing to do, you know, it's like, oh, you're aging. Well, here's your wrinkle cream. Oh, you want, you know, Madison Reed, color your hair. Uh, oh, Botox, you know, we'll take those aging lines away. And so with a lot of pressure, you know, I don't know how men feel, but for women, there's a lot of pressure on aging and how you're going to look. And so I think in that sense, and especially if you're vain, which I'm a vain person, uh, it's like you're looking in the mirror going, oh, my God, that wasn't there last year, you know. But And then there's this little part of me now that's like, oh, my God, like, let it go. Like, this is yeah. who you are. Like, you don't need Botox. You don't need, you know, you know do what you do, want to do to make yourself feel good, but don't do it because you're so worried about what you're going to look like because you're aging. So I think that society has a big piece of this, honestly, and advertising in marketing. I would definitely agree with that, that you basically took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, you know, I think about like at being at the grocery store and looking at all the tabloids and seeing everyone, uh, all the, the things like, uh, you know, age less. Um, yeah. And, you know, celebrate your birthdays <laughs> and look better and hotter and fat and go faster and be all these things. And, and, you know, I, photographer as well as an artist right and so I have I'm very familiar with Photoshop and I know my way around it and it is just amazing what you can do with it and also kind of disgusting what you can do with it and I when I look when I look at these magazines I think to myself shame on you shame on you you're putting forward a fake image of this person that is literally airbrushed and modified and changed and shaped and colored and toned and all these things. And then, you know, I, I definitely see it taking its toll on uh, women, which is sad yeah. because you guys are beautiful creatures and you should embrace your dang self. But, um, you know, I, like I said, I think that you nailed it right on the head. It's that wrinkle cream, you know, that's why the birthdays aren't yeah. special. And they they really ought to be. You know, I responded. Well, I haven't finished responding. I think I got about 100 Facebook messages, probably about 50 text messages, 20 phone yeah. calls uh, yesterday. So I was very busy. I've, I've been writing a thank you for everybody um, that I'm going to put out here in a little bit. And I'm looking just, you know, so grateful for all, all you wonderful people out there that love me and um, care for me because it, it means a lot. And uh, – 
Oh, along so with birthdays. To, oh, go ahead. I just wanted to share a quick story that I had, and that was um, I used to work for Jeanette Stroh Catering back in the day, and I used to go to a lot of parties in Ukiah. And I was working at a woman's house. She lived in the Russian River Estates, beautiful home, you know, up above Retech. And, you know, you walk in the house, and it's pristine, grand piano, you know, just amazing view. And all of a sudden, a lady had to be 80, 85, walks around the corner. It's her home. And the entire room lit up. She was stunning. And I mean graceful and stunning and perfect makeup for her age and silver hair and the way she walked with her, you know, slimmed but obviously aged body. But I was like, I want to be her. Like I aspired in that moment to say, if I'm 80, I want to be her. She didn't care that she had silver hair. She didn't care that she had wrinkles. She had grace and she had wisdom and she had beauty beyond what you could even see on her. It's amazing. So I think that we can age as women gracefully by being in who we are and and being good people, you know. Just embrace that that you are because, you know, I have uh, gray in my beard and my uncle always teases, teases me and he's like, oh, you've got gray in your beard. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> I earned this gray. This is yeah, wisdom right. whiskers right here, brother. Like, get on board. Like, well, why not? You know, and, uh, you know, I, I think silver hair, gray hair, like, it's distinguished. You, you're, you know, it's happen. like a, a badge of happen. courage. Yeah, it's going to happen. And so it's just really about embracing and being comfortable in your skin. I mean, we can have a, we can, you know, talk about that conversation to we're blue in the face. You have got to be in your own skin saying, this is me and I'm comfortable with it. And, you know, I had spent a lot of my life self-loathing um, and I didn't really know that I was, you know, talking down to myself and looking at myself in the mirror going, oh my God, you know, look at you or, you know, look at your body or you can't wear this. And, and so all those negative t- self-talk messages that I gave myself in my 40s, you know, back in the day when I was just, because I look at 40 now and I'm like, oh, it is such a time of tremendous growth. Like, you have no idea. I'd love to talk to you. Hopefully I'll be here in 10 years to talk to you and say, how is that ride? Because by the time you're 50, a lot changes. And so it was just an interesting, it's just interesting. I lost my thought, but yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I got to tell you, I am excited. When I hit 30, I remember I had a bunch of friends over here and I, we, we were drinking, and I just started crying because I, I felt like I had to relearn everything, and everything I was taught in school wasn't pertinent to anything I was doing. It was like, now I have to start over. Yeah. Huge milestone, and that tons of growth between 30 and 35, and then yeah. tons of growth between 35 and 40. And, uh, but the cool thing is, is that now I have experience. I've been I've been around the world, not all over, but two places around the world, and um, I have wisdom that I have built off of my experiences and a real Gnosticism, a knowing inside, like where I'm going and what I want and how I'm going to get it. And I'm just I'm on board, and I'm ready. Forty is going to be the most amazing year, and I sincerely hope that everyone has the kind of year that I'm going to have. I'm not even sure what it looks like yet, but it's going to be so freaking good. 
But that's the best part is that you go into this year with this mindset like, you know, we know obstacles are going to hit this year. Like there's no question. We have no idea. You could wake up tomorrow and there's a whole new world, you know, order. But um, I think that it's about being true, again, going back to your passion and doing one thing every day towards your passion and knowing where you want to take that passion in a year from now. So next year when I'm on my birth passion that was incepted today, that I really owned today, is now fruition because I've made some action steps towards that this year. And I, and then it's following your truth. We were talking about truth before the show started, but it's like if we can follow our truth for the whole year and not do things that other people think we should be doing or say we should be doing, uh, I think we're going to be great. I think a year is a lot of time to really change and evolve and bring good gifts to yourself. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> another really cool thing about birthdays, and I don't know if a lot of people think about this, but the stars are in alignment to where they were when you were born, which is very powerful. Uh, I have this, theory that when you're born, all the stars imprint energy on you. These little light photons come in and you're literally, the reason that astrology works so well is because the stars, they they have energy that um, gets imprinted on us. So it's a snapshot of the universe where the stars were. And when your birthday comes around, you get to see that snapshot again. One time, one day. And it's very really? special. I have to ask you a question. So you're saying that when I was born, the stars were aligned in a certain way. Just like when you meet somebody, the stars are aligned in a certain way. I always see those pictures of the day we met, you know, and I think it's so cool. So you're saying that now when my birthday comes, those stars are aligned in the same way. That is fascinating to me. I did not know that. So, I love so, that because I love the stars. How powerful is that, right? We get We get to reflect. We get to see. And we get to uh, envision what the next stage of our life is going to look like. So it's a very special moment. And, you know, I think the underlying essence of this entire thing is, gosh darn it, everyone deserves to be celebrated. You are all amazing beings. And really embrace your birthday with open arms, feel the love, feel the energy that people have for you, and just be so grateful that you get to live and breathe on this earth because, you know, as we all know, nothing is guaranteed, especially right now. Yeah. So, so enjoy it and make the best of it. That's, that's I all I want to end, say. I want to end with a little, uh, a little exercise for the for the best life cafes. And and so what I did at the end of the they say it's your birthday chapter in the book is I give my readers an opportunity to write out the perfect birthday. So they get to start with, you know, I wake up, like, like for me, I started it out was, you know, it's Thanksgiving Eve on Blue Lake. The weather is unseasonably warm. It's 3.30 in the afternoon, and I had this big, you know, dinner down to the plates that would be, what kind of food I would serve, what music would be playing in the background, what people would be wearing. And, and it, like, I just got goosebumps because when I did that, I was like, it's so doable, you know, so, so I just want to encourage everybody, if your birthday is coming up, I want you to sit down for five minutes, grab your pen, and say, what does the perfect birthday look like for you? And then what happens after you do that is you probably 
plan that. Now, having it Thanksgiving, Blue Lakes is, you know, it's almost unreachable, but I could bring in heaters and I could, you know, like, so I can do it. Nothing is unattainable, my dear. <laughs> Everything is, is doable. And you never know. We're having a drought year. I could have a nice, warm Thanksgiving. And, and if it's warm, I will have that birthday party, you know, and I will serve <laughs> that food and, and I will invite those people. And, and I think that doing that exercise just gives you that little joy jump of, hey, you say it's your birthday. Hey, it's not a podcast unless I sing, okay? We know that. Jesus. That's right. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, oh, my God, Kathy. <laughs> I, there is another quote by Amit um, Kalantari, and it is, a birthday is a reminder to celebrate life as well as to update life. And that's it. As we as we age gracefully, I might add, uh, be sure to reflect and get, set your set your vision to where you want to be. And if there are situations and things in your life that don't fit, don't feel good, address those things and watch what the universe will do for you. Yeah, I love it. All right. Well, it has been a pleasure to see you today. Uh, hopefully, we'll get together this weekend, as talked about. I do want to leave the Best Life Cafe. This is the perfect Best Life Cafe quote to end the show with. It says, I want to be so distracted loving life that I never realize I'm getting older. There you go. Bravo, my that is- dear. That was written by Angel Laney Sutton. I have no idea who she is, but she was quoted in my book, and I just thought, that's it. Like, I want to be so distracted loving life that I don't even, I don't even realize I'm getting older. And so I'm going to leave you with that. I, I love you. it. Thank I appreciate you, you too, you guys. In. Thank you all. all. Right. Please like, right. subscribe, share. So that we can spread (laughs) this amazing message. Um, And we thank you all for listening. Stay classy. All right. Cheers.